Welcome to The Link Life. My name is Crystal Anderson. I'm your host. I usually script out my podcast and do research and then schedule it, but this is kind of more of an impromptu episode. So in this podcast, as you know, we talk about um, leveling, leveling up our life by leveling up our network. How do we make the connections that enable our life? And we do that by becoming what I call a high value connection, right? Our goal is to become the type of person that people want to be around, that we produce fruit of love and joy and kindness and humility, um, that we add value to other people's life. Um, But I want to talk about this podcast, this episode. I want to talk about what happens when you are around the opposite of that. What happens when you're in community with toxic people and you can't really change it? And I know like a lot of times we see all the memes on social media. We see, you know, the little stories, the reels, the TikToks where it talks about getting rid of toxic people. But I don't think you always can. Sometimes in the job you work with, the people you work with, you know, they could be toxic. Sometimes people in your family can be toxic. Sometimes people in your church can be toxic and you can't cut them off. They're part of your life forever. You know, maybe it's your baby daddy or baby mama that's toxic or, you know, an in-law. <laughs> I mean, there's so many scenarios where you kind of have to be around toxic people. And what do you do? I had an interesting experience this past weekend. Um, I went out of town to visit someone to support them. Uh, They had a big moment in their lives that they were experiencing. I wanted to be a part of that. Um, I knew it was a big deal for them, so I flew out to support them. It's fun. It was a great experience. But there was a person there who is... Yeah, I guess toxic. And, you know, I spent the weekend with them. Did pretty good. But when I was on my way home, I felt depressed, sad. There was like this darkness over me and I didn't know why. And um, I started praying, asking the Holy Spirit to like show me like, what's going on? I had no idea why I felt so drained. I was on the brink of tears, literal tears. And I had no idea why. So I started praying and um, I, I think it was the Holy Spirit that kind of like just gave me the idea to choose. How do I put this? Sometimes you're around people. And they are attacking you and you're not even aware of it. Have you guys heard of the term death by a thousand cuts? Where, you know, it's the little cuts. Keep cutting you, cutting you, cutting you over. May not be like us, you know, might not be a juggler vein or anything like that. But eventually you're bleeding out and you don't even realize it because it's just a whole bunch of small cuts. That's what I felt had happened to me. And, um... The Holy Spirit, I think, (laughs) the idea came where it was just kind of like, choose what you want to believe. So 
I felt like I was I wasn't attacked outrightly, but I think because I had been doing a lot of work on myself, a lot of unlearning, a lot of relearning. Um this person still had a very still had a lot of beliefs that I had been actively actively trying to unlearn and they are relentless and persistent about pushing these beliefs that I have been unlearning and relearning. So that along with passive aggressiveness and other behaviors that are not the most healthy, um, I felt like I had been stabbed over and over again in my soul. And I felt like they had left the little daggers in my body. This is this is like the imagery that came to me when I started praying and asking God to reveal to me what was wrong. Um, and then like the imagery of pulling out the daggers and choosing what I would and wouldn't accept, what I would reject came up. So I literally was sitting on my way home and um, I started thinking about everything that was said. And I started to pull out the knives um, figuratively. I figuratively started pulling out the knives, thinking about everything that was said and deciding whether I would accept or reject the words. And I was like, I reject it. (laughs) They said that, I reject it. They said this, I reject it. and I literally went through every single conversation that I can remember that came up that weekend. And I made the conscious decision to reject a lot of what was said. And after I did that, and it took a while, it was like half of my trip home. After I did that, I felt better, like so much better. And it reminded me of a podcast that I was listening to by Dr. Caroline Leaf, who's a neuroscientist. She studies the brain. And she was talking about how to prepare yourself when you're going to be around toxic individuals. And she said, like, visualize yourself putting on an armor. And when they say things to you, make, make, make up in your mind that it's not going to penetrate. It's just going to bounce off of you. Now, I have forgotten about that podcast and I wasn't prepared. (laughs) So I didn't do that. But I think afterwards, the imagery of pulling out the knives, pulling out the daggers um, or arrows, whatever you can visualize, um, and choosing to reject the thoughts and behaviors and beliefs that didn't serve me, didn't uplift me, didn't edify me, that made a world of difference. Because sometimes you cannot avoid toxic people. There are broken people every, I mean, we're all broken, but there are some really broken people with unhealthy beliefs and unhealthy behaviors. And sometimes they're in your circle. They're in your environment. And I think we don't have to accept 
all the negativity, all the 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 drama they bring. And I think for the first time mm-hmm. in a long time of interacting with them, this is the quickest I've ever recovered. Let me put it like this. While I was on my way home, I was upset with my husband and my kids, and they weren't even there. There was this anchor that I had towards them because of the things the person had said that built up resentment in me towards the people I love. And if I had taken the energy home, I'd have caused problems in my house with people that deserve nothing but love and respect from me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, and it's it's just... It's crazy because I wasn't even aware of the damage that was done, y'all. Like, it's crazy. Like, I felt so, the way my body and my spirit reacted after interacting with them was, it was eye-opening. Because I I don't think I've, I've been doing a lot of work, you know, um, a lot of journaling and therapy. And I think this awareness like I've never been as self-aware as I am now. And I think also exercising. I think when you're exercising, um, you have to be pay a lot of attention to what your body is telling you. You know, if it's good pain or bad pain or, you know, trying to focus on the muscle group that you're trying to work. So I feel like I'm a lot more in, um, in tune with what my body's trying to tell me. And on my way home, my body was like, yo, something ain't right. Like... <laughs> Something is not right. We need to address some things. And um, the crazy thing about it was that the beliefs that they shared are familiar, almost even comfortable, because it was it was the beliefs that I um, learned growing up. And you would hear it in church. You would hear it at home. You would hear it everywhere, like these these beliefs that... Um, weren't necessarily true or edifying or full of faith. Um, I think a lot of it was fear-based. But a part of me liked the comfort that it gave. It felt safe. It felt comfortable. And falling back into that way of thinking is a lot easier than redefining my beliefs and doing the work of unlearning and relearning. So a part of me felt found comfort in the toxicity because it was so familiar and there was no resistance, I guess. But then the other part of me that had grown so much was like, nah. And there was this this tension literally in my body. Yeah, it was a crazy experience. I've never experienced anything like that before. So I guess I'm saying all this to say that um, sometimes we can't avoid the type of people that we're around. We can't avoid hearing the negativity, being around the small-mindedness, the fear-based beliefs, the toxicity. Um, But what we can do is choose what what we will accept and what we will reject. And it, it was it was a very powerful moment for me because I decided 
that just because this person said it doesn't make it true. It was great. It was a great experience. Um, Definitely something that I will... Definitely something that I'll hold on to because it really showed me that I have the power to decide what is true for me. And that's that's a great feeling. So that's pretty much it. I just want to share this with you guys briefly. Um, I just want to encourage you, like, it's so important that when we interact with people, we leave them off better than when we than when we first found them. That when they leave our presence, they feel joy and hope and kindness and love and not negativity, not depressed, not sad. Um, yeah, because the world the world can be depressing enough, right? Life life <laughs> life can be hard. And, you know, we can, we have the power to change someone's day for the better. And that's what I want to be. I want to be someone's peace. I want to be someone's joy. I want to give someone hope and, you know, increase their faith. (laughs) Yeah. Anyways, that's all I wanted to share, y'all. This was impromptu, but I had to share it because it was such a, it was a crazy, it was such a surreal, crazy moment for me. And I see a lot of growth and I never before when I used to interact with this person, I thought that I was powerless, you know, and it it would take a long time to recover the effects of, (laughs) of of their words, of their actions. Um, But being able to get over it within a few hours and be like, nah, I'm not accepting this. That was, That was a great moment, and I hope that I can help someone who has to deal with, you know, people that are not high-value connections. Yeah, so that's pretty much it. Listen, I hope you guys have a great day, Um, and don't forget to make someone smile. All right, y'all.